podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. to the Verdian, part of the 1012 Podcast Network, we partner with Sports Social Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at the Verdian Pod and visit theverdianpod.com. I'm Matt Workman. That is Joe Goodman. Joe, how are you doing today? Matt, I am busy. I'm a busy boy. I'm busy at work, and then I'm busy at fake work. We just, yeah, we just had a meeting, me and you. I know. Like a meeting. Like a real meeting. Like, where we sat down and talked about adult things. Not our normal way we do things yeah. right here. Yeah. We had a we had a big boy hour-long meeting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was I looking th- at the clock. I was like, wow, we've been doing this for... It might be the first time that we've ever recorded a podcast where the content that we talked about before we hit the record button was not better than the content we're going to have after the record button is hit correct because all the good all the good stuff happens before oh yeah we usually have a good time this is more of a serious conversation (laughs) yeah i mean busyness means for me like when it comes to like outside of my normal day job which is also busy right now coincidentally enough fun yay um busyness for me when it comes to like the podcasting or writing realm normally means it's football season and i am excited about football season we actually have actual football games to discuss yeah we're gonna preview real live college football yeah so it's here college football is here we have games this weekend and then i was thinking about it and i was like you know like Week one press conference is like Monday for Baylor. Yeah. It's like like David Rand is gonna have like we're gonna we're full on in Texas State mode Monday. Week Bears this weekend, August twenty sixth, yeah. I think. Which I'm going. You're going. I'm, all a, right, I'm good. gonna take the kids to meet the Bears, to meet all the Bears. Because I have Are you going to sign yeah. them up for the Baylor Cub Club there? Because if you are one of the first five hundred to sign up for the Baylor Cub Club at Meet the Bears, you get a free lunchbox. Is there like an age limit? Because I don't think they're old enough. Or they're too old, I should say. Oh, dude, actually, I might have you sign Teddy up for me there. You could. Because I was going to sign him up online. I signed him up last year, but yeah. I don't get the lunchbox unless I'm at Meet the Bears. So I might have you sign him up for me. Yeah. So I doubt my uh, teenagers would really care about being in the Cub Club. They get free tickets to all like of the non-football basketball sports. Well, maybe. Because I got a volleyball player. And so she may want to go to some volleyball games. Yeah, you should get a free ticket to all the games. Yeah. It costs 25 bucks. Baylor Cub Club. Got kids, it. look into it. Might do it. This is not an official promo for Baylor. It's just I think it's cool. Teddy, yeah. you get you get a free pair of sunglasses with it, and Teddy loves sunglasses. So who doesn't? Yeah. You get an autographed book. You know, yeah, which would be helpful at, at Meet the Bears. Yeah, that's true. Would be helpful at Meet the Bears. So we are going to preview some games, but just to hold wrap on. Up, I have I have an okay. extremely important Baylor question for you. Okay. Before we Shoot. go any further. This is this is purely about Baylor. You live in Waco. Yes. All right. And in something new has happened on campus that has not happened in a very long time. I'm excited to meet these, meet these beings when I come to Waco for the first time this, this, this fall. Have you gone to campus and met the new bear cubs yet? No. What? I have not. not. Oh, I can see the shame on your face. I'm, I'm ashamed because it hasn't even been on my radar. Man. I knew they existed, but I've never thought. Tomorrow, oh drive to the sub, go down Fifth Street, all right, park at the sub, and then 
walk over to the bear pit and go check out the baby bear cubs. Also, tomorrow they they announced uh they 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 had a press release today yeah. that there is a uh, new bear country themed. So it's like this is bear country is kind of the theme here. It's like Baylor's merch, partner. Right? Yeah, new merch. They're partnered yeah. with like Igloo, Nike. They've got a uh, a new hat from a company called the Waco Hat Company that is dropping. I've seen it. It's really cool. It's like a script Baylor with bears underneath it, or it might be bears on top with script Baylor underneath. Yeah. I don't remember. It's green. It's cool. Um, I probably am. Yeah, you can make a whole thing of it, Matt. Go go get, to the sub yeah. tomorrow. You can go to the bookstore. You can see the new bears. Then you can go inside, get yourself a Chick-fil-A sandwich. It's a, it's a whole thing. Great lunch well, for you. We're going to, I think they're going to have like some of that at the meet the bears as well. Yeah. Like they, but they so, aren't going to have the bear cubs there. Maybe they will. No. That would be a literal meet the bears. Yeah. Yeah. So but maybe, maybe I'll meet the bears. Go, go see the cubs on two occasions. I'll meet the bears. This I want to go see. I live three hours away from the cubs. You live five minutes from the cubs. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Go see them. Okay. We'll go see them. I'll make a point to go see the cubs just for you. All right. Excellent can't believe you haven't seen the cubs well it's not really i think they should let them run the line i think they should let them run free on campus they're yeah they're freshmen yeah their first year on campus yeah let them go let them live in martin yeah give them jobs make them residential directors of the dorms do the bears have do they have student ids uh i don't know they probably do something quirky like that yeah they gotta have something I mean, they are new to campus. They are young. They are literal. They are literal cubs. They should do something with the cub club. So, but I don't know. We'll see. But before we talk about cubs or upcoming games, let's try. This is tie bow on the off season. Like, it's it's kind of like prediction season pretty much across college football whether you're writing articles or you're doing podcasts so let's take a step back kind of look at college football overall and let's just make some some predictions about the the season itself like let's make and some, these are getting written down yes this is I'm bringing, we're gonna paper. bust them out in december they're written down we matt and i have official podcast notebooks where i'm putting dates Yes, podcast numbers. Yeah, mine is dated. August twenty organized. So I figured what we'd do is we would do like our Heisman prediction, conference championship prediction for the Power Five, and then our college playoff picks. So, in that order, let's start with the Heisman. Joe, who's your picks for the Heisman? Who do you top, think will be? I have a top four. Top four. I have a, Who's your top, I have a top four? Do you think will be in New York in December? Mm. All right. In no order, I'll give you my winner at the end. But in no order, I've got Joe Milton from Tennessee. Okay. All right. I've got Bo Nix from Oregon. I've got Marvin Harrison Jr. from Ohio State. And I've got Caleb Williams from USC. Those are my top okay. four that I think vote getters are going to be um i think i think tennessee there's going to be a huge spotlight on them this year i think milton's going to be really really good they're going to win some big time games because they're going to be in some big time games and um uh, i think he's kind of on that stage where he could he could definitely crack into the top four of the voting um bo nix they're going with the joey harrington route on him right now i don't know if he's good enough to win the heisman trophy i just think there's going to be a ton of hype around him this year Oregon's going to get talked about a lot because of the move to the Big Ten. So there's there's already going to be heart, heightened media coverage around everything that they do. They're advertising for Bo Nix in Times Square, just like they did for Joey Harrington back in like, what, 2000, 2001, maybe yeah. 2003, somewhere. It was early 2000s yeah. when that was going it was on. Like, yeah, it's like 03, I think. So as long as Oregon doesn't just like crap the bed and Bo Nix doesn't look terrible, he's going to have a, a media behemoth behind him with all the advantages in the world. So I think that's why I've got Bo, Bo Nix on the list. Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm on the record of saying, I think he's the best football player in the country. So even though he's a wide receiver and, you know, we have seen a wide receiver actually recently when, win the Heisman, but 
quarter it's a quarterback's award um for the most part so he's going to be a bit behind the eight ball there he's going to have a new quarterback this year he's not going to have cj stroud anymore but i still think he's the best football player in the country he's going to be electric they're going to win a lot of games they're going to score a lot of points so i think he has a very good shot um at least if not winning it being in new york and of course caleb williams he won it last year so He's got to be on anybody's list to win it again this year. He's playing for Lincoln Riley. That's what Lincoln Riley does is produce Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks. Um, so you'd be crazy not to have him on your list. What about you? Who's okay. who's your list without your winner? Okay, so I have Caleb Williams, USC. Drake May from North Carolina. Jaden Daniels, quarterback LSU. Mm-hmm. And Marvin Harrison Jr., Ohio State. With, I'm going to smuggle in a dark horse, Brock Bowers from Georgia. Oh, all right. So let's see. You had Jaden Daniels. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write yours down. Jaden Daniels. Yeah, you had Marvin Harrison. You had Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. And then who was your fourth? I had uh, Drake May. Drake May, North Carolina, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's high on a lot of the um he's high on a lot of the lists. And then what was your dark horse? Brock Bowers. Tied in from Georgia. Oh, that monster. Yeah. God, I would love for him to end up on the Texans. All right. So that's that's yours. What's anything that sticks out about any of these guys of why you think what makes what what do you think makes like Drake May special? Other than the fact that he's on a bunch of people's lists. I mean, I just think he has like, he's like what Heisman voters go for when you look at quarterback. He has a potential to have like a pretty good season or like a very good season and put up with some good numbers. And I think for if anything else, the Heisman is a stats award, basically. So I think he'll have the statistics. Um, He... He may be just like I'm feeling in a spot just because I know they have like a offensive change, offensive coordinator change in North Carolina. So they're not – I don't know if they'll be running that same kind of air raid type of offense that they were running previously with Phil Longo, but uh, but we'll see. Is Jaden Daniels just a homer pick for you? Because do I, you really think a Brian I really think, a quarterback yeah, and but, Heisman? Because I think in the second half of the season last year – like Jane Daniels played really well and he had some electrifying performances. And I just think that's going to carry on over to the year two and in, in the same offense. Fair enough. And I don't think he's ever had a offensive coordinator like consecutive years since he's been playing college football. Who's your winner? Oh, he's thinking. He's thinking hard. I think it's going to be Jane Daniels. You're going with the LSU kid. I, I'm going to go and say that the, the streak is going to be broken that we will for the first time or really the second time ever, but the first time in a very long time since um, Archie Griffin. I'm going to say we're going to have a repeat Heisman winner. I think Caleb Williams wins it again. I think the voters are kind of ready to give it to somebody a second time. I thought about this. I thought about this, but then I was like, well, no one's done it since. Yeah, but I think it's kind of one of those things where it's going to be like everybody's, oh, yeah, okay, we'll give it to him. Yeah, I think think it'll be Caleb Williams winning it again. And and you're absolutely right. If things break the way everyone thinks are going to break for the Trojans, absolutely. Okay. All right. So now, so we have, we've already talked about the Big 12 a lot this offseason. So we're going to do four of the, the power five question Screw mark. Screw it. Let's just, we, we, the reason we don't want to do the Big 12 is because we really couldn't think of what we wanted to do here. Let's just do it. First thing that comes to your head for the Big 12, we'll do the conference champions. Okay. I'll tell you what, let's both say it at the same time. We'll just get the big, we'll get the Big 12 out of the way first. Okay. Let's just do it. All right. On count of three. One, two, three, Texas. Texas. Oh, God, we both did it. <laughs> I know. That's the whole thing is that I don't, in my heart of hearts, deep down in my soul, 
I don't. I don't. Think uh, yeah. Like, like, but I can't think of another viable. They're option. the logical choice. They yeah. really, truly are. So I mean, that's that's. I voted them number one in the so preseason I. poll. I have no reason not to have that as the champion right now. Now this is all under the assumption that things go great for Texas. Like Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt. There's no other off the field issues. There's no, you know, uh, monkey incidents, anything like that, that has been in Texas's past. So there's a monkey incident this year. The internet will break, (laughs) you know, Pole assassin is involved in some kind of drama. I don't know. So, but yeah. All right. That's that's where I'm at. All right. So, Matt. All right. So, we got Big 12 out of the way. Matt, give me. It's the it's the last year. Okay. As as they know it. Give me your pack. I think USC is going to win it this year. You got the University of Southern California. Yeah. I just think with the returning Heisman winner you have they've recruiting they're recruiting at a really high level Lincoln Riley's doing what he does now the defense is going to be absolutely garbage still but I think they're going to score a lot of points how how like not fun of you because I Matt I am a lover of fun okay and I'm picking with what my heart says is going to happen and I think that there's going to be there's going to be a level of pettiness this season that not even the hateful eight has experienced before. And I think there is, there's a team that everybody's kind of high on thinks they're going to be good, had a good year last year. Mm -hmm. And I think they're going to, and they are not, they did not land well in the latest round of conference musical chairs. They got left without a chair. They don't know where they're going to go. So I'm taking the beavers of Oregon state the last true Pac-12 trophy, because we don't know if the conference is going to exist, and if it does, it's going to be a shell of its former self. The last okay. Pac-12 trophy will sit in Corvallis. That's what All I'm right. going with. I got All Oregon right. State. All right. That's definitely a pick. So, okay. So let's go now to, let's go to the Big Ten. Okay. So, Joe, who you got for the Big Ten? O-H-I-O. That's all I have to say, man. Ohio State revenge tour. They're going to blow Michigan out this year. Um, I think Ohio State's going to, I think Ohio State's going undefeated this year. So I'm, I, I've got Ohio State winning, winning the, winning the Big Ten. All right. So you just said I didn't have a fun pick. And so for the Big Ten, I'm going with, we are Penn State. Oh, you think it's finally time. Yeah. I couldn't I have questions about Ohio State because they are replacing, you know, your boy, CJ Stroud, Houston Texans, very own. And they they still haven't made like uh I don't know if they've named a starter yet. And so that so either they're both they have not named good. a starter and they have said that they expect both quarterbacks will play in week one. That always works out great. Ryan Day said that he asked his offensive assistants um, who they thought should be the starting quarterback, and he said it was split dead down the middle on who they picked. So that have question marks. The next obvious choice would obviously be Michigan. Um, they're likely to implode. But we don't like Michigan. I don't like Michigan around here. My dad's yeah. from Ohio, all right? We don't like so, I couldn't really go with Michigan because I just don't trust them. And so Penn State's going to be really good. I think I think they're going to be really good this year, and I think they'll be good enough to beat both those teams and win the championship. That would that would certainly be good for James Franklin's career. All right. No, Penn for State. sure. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the SEC. Who you got? So... I really struggled with this one. Did you now? But uh, I'm going <laughs> to oh, go. With, you wanted to be a homer. You wanted to be a homer so I'm going to go with LSU. So. Yeah, you did do it. You went with a homer. All right. I'm going with 
the one team that might have an easier schedule than Oklahoma in a Power Five conference this year, and that's Georgia. Like they're going to be so stacked. Yeah, and, and I think they have the easiest schedule I've ever seen. I think that I think LSU. Yes, it is a homer pick. However, I do genuinely think they're going to be really good. They were real. They were good the, last year. They're going to be good. But getting out of the West is not the same as getting out of the East. I don't think Alabama is going to be that good. Nick Saban is way too relaxed and happy this offseason for them to not be very I good. I think they, they don't have another team. They don't have a quarterback named either. I mean, and they had struggles last They almost lost to Texas last year. Date or, or uh, uh, you know, um, ignore happy Saban at your own risk. All right. That's all I have to say. That's all I have all to right. say. All so right. So I've got Georgia. You've got LSU. At least one, one power conference left. ACC. I went, I, I genuinely struggled with this one. I went back and forth a lot, but I landed on the status quo with Clemson. I agree with you. So the so. first, first one besides the big 12 that we agree on Clemson. Yeah. I thought about Florida state. I just yeah. don't trust Florida state. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, that's where I went back and forth. I was like, Clemson's going to have the players and, and Dabo think- knows what he's doing. Florida State, I think, is, is going to be a good team. And they'll probably be in the championship game against Clemson. I just think the the track record and like the consistency with Clemson, with their quarterback, I think they're just going to have a better team. Yeah, last year they were figuring some things out, and it looked like they yeah. were figuring it out at the end of the year. And they yeah, were didn't, they, look- didn't they change? They changed quarterbacks last year. Well, they, but they have a new offensive coordinator too. They hired uh, uh, Garrett Riley. Garrett, Garrett Riley, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be that type of offense with that talent. I think they're going to offensively. I think they'll be really good. And they have what? Cade Kubnick is the. Uh, yeah, he's good. Yeah. So. So you've got USC, LSU, Clemson, Penn State, and Texas. I've got Oregon State, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State, and Texas. So good mix. So like we. Safe to say that Talk we about just fun. banned I a mean, couple of teams to hell. I mean, outside of Oregon State, you kind of went like brands. Yeah. Ohio State, Clemson, yeah. Georgia. There are brands for a reason. Like, <laughs> <laughs> since 2014, hold on, I got to pull this up. I, I I texted it to my buddy. I saw it in a, I saw it in a tweet. I'm not going to go find the tweet. I can find it here. So, like, since 2014, excuse me, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams have been ranked number one in the country since 2014. That's it. In the last nine years, only seven teams have made it to number one. That's Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, Florida State, and Mississippi State. Mississippi State, big time outlier right there. But yeah, those are the only schools that have made it to number one in the AP poll. In the last nine years. So, yeah, I'm going with brands to win things. But I am going to pick a wacky one in in Oregon State. Because I think they can do it. And I think it would be hilarious. And I want to see the Beavs walk away laughing at the teams that are coming to the Big 12. And laughing at the teams that are going to the Big 10. And saying, you guys all went for greener pastures. I'm happy you did. The ones that are coming to the Big 12. Thank you. But at the same time, it would be hilarious. It's objectively hilarious if Oregon State... Gets to hold the last Pac-12 trophy. All right, Matt. Well, we've talked about Heisman. We've talked about conference championships. The actual, like, um, you know, next step naturally in this is going to be who makes the playoff. Yep. So. Okay. So you want them just all at once? Like, Give me a. Yeah, I'll screw give it. I'll go. I'll, I'll, and I'll go all at once, and I'll start. And you know what? I got brands, Matt. Okay. I'll let you know. I got brands. This isn't fun. It's boring. Well, but it's yeah. probably what's going to happen. They're all brands. I mean, honestly. Yeah. But even the ones I probably what's going to happen. I got Georgia. I got Alabama. I got Clemson, and I got Ohio State. That may be the most boring playoff that I've ever heard. I told life. you it's boring. All but right. tell me it's not more likely than Here's not what I that. got. 
Here's what I got. I got LSU. I got Georgia. Penn State, USC. Now, they're brands too, but I mean, at least I have two first-timers in the last 14 playoff. Because next year, we're going to 12. And that's when the fun begins. Wow. To some point. USC and Penn State. So you've got, you've got, you've got the Big Twelve and the ACC left out. I've got the Big Twelve and the Pac Twelve left out. We both have the Big Twelve left out. Yeah, which yeah, that's par for the course. I think. Yeah, I agree. So I mean, so we think Texas will win. We don't think they will make the playoff. Yeah. Which is about right. No, I did pick Texas to go undefeated. If Texas is undefeated, they're going to be in the playoff. Well, I mean, if. Like and to be honest with you, earlier. if Texas wins the Big Twelve, I don't. They'll be the, the, the committee might just put them in, even at nine and three. I mean, I don't know. Over, it depends on how they win the Big Twelve. Yeah, I think because there's, I don't think there's ever been a two loss playoff. Oh, participant hmm. has there been? I don't think there's ever been a two loss. So. If Texas, yeah, if Texas wins it with none or one losses, then yeah, yeah. they're in for sure. If like it's ten and two, Texas isn't making a playoff over eleven and one Georgia. Who knows? We're wrong. I mean, we yeah. you and I both have Georgia in this thing, and hopefully we're wrong, and they just have a terrible year and they lose games they're not supposed to. Oh yeah, because we just talked about they have such a tough schedule. Yeah, they're gonna lose. That's why I say games they're not supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> Now let's start talking about games and our picks for week zero. Before we do, we have some exciting news that Joe wants to tell you about regarding the podcast and an opportunity that we have for our listeners. What a wonderful segue. Just so smooth. You're talking about picks. What if Matt, Matt, what if you could win prizes on picks that you make around sports? I love prizes. Can you imagine that? We have a new ad, a new anchor red ad here at the Bear Den. Um, So we're here to tell you about, that's right, new ad. We're here to tell you about prize picks, the best legal way to play daily fantasy on player props in states like California, Florida, Georgia, and yes, the great state of Texas, and many more across the country. Prize picks is a daily fantasy site made easy All you have to do is select two to five players and the over under on a projected stat line. So, for example, they might say, you know, Matt in his local rec league is projected to score zero points. And if you pick under that, you means you think he's going to score negative points. And if you say over that, you think he's going to score one point. You do that for two to five players. And if you win, you can win up to 10 times what you put down on any entry that you put in prize picks is fast. It's easy. You can have entries that are made in 60 seconds or less. And they offer every sport that you can imagine, like the NFL, college football, basketball, the NBA, major league baseball, soccer, MMA, many, many more. You can use promo code bear 12 to get an instant 100% deposit match of up a hundred dollars. That's right. Promo code BEAR12, and you could instantly get a full $100 match on your first deposit. Meaning if you put down $100 on prize picks, you get $100 back immediately. So now your $100 turns into $200. So it's it's really, really cool. It's instant. You don't have to wait for anything. Um, prize picks is available online. They've got a website, uh, prizepicks.com, I think is what it is. Let me double check that, actually. Yes, prizepicks.com. And it's also available on the App Store, on iPhones, and on the Google Play Store. Um, so go check them out. Um, they are a great group that's supporting us here at the 1012 network and across the different podcasts that we have here. Um, so hop on there, register for the first time. Um, you know, you can put down, I think as little as $5 at a time and up to a hundred dollars for our promo code, which is bears 12. Um, is it bears 12 or bear 12? I think it's bear 12, bear 12, bear 12 that you can enter in B E A R one, two, and get a full match on your first deposit if you're a first-time user. Um, and again, completely legal. It's Daily Fantasy um, in the state of Texas. It's also legal if, like, if you're in like Georgia, because um, I know there's some stuff there around Daily Fantasy. But this is completely 
fully ready to go. So check out Prize Picks and use promo code Bear12, um, and you can support us and the Ten Twelve Network. Yeah, exciting stuff happening here, um, and we're looking forward to it. Yeah, I need to go on and register myself. Actually, now. Yeah, for sure. But Joe, we got games to talk about. We got games. This are you weekend, talking about Matt? Hold on, hold on. Are these like preseason NFL games? No, these are real deal. They they count college football games. They count. Yes. They're going to be on my television this weekend. They'll be on your television. Well, most of them will be. We'll talk about one that probably won't be on your television or my television. But um, so yes, starting at one thirty p.m. We have the the annual like Dublin game with Navy traveling with Notre Dame to Ireland to take on each other. 1.30 p.m. That game will be on NBC. Notre Dame is currently a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. So who you got? The Fighting Irish or the uh, Midshipmen? I'm taking Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. I love Navy. I root Joe, for Army. I root Joe for Navy. doesn't support the Navy. troops. You heard it here first. I do. Right. You know, I, look, look, there's no questioning a Baylor fan's support of the troops after the bowl game last year. We well, supported the troops hard in that bowl game. We did something hard in that bowl game. That's for sure. Who did you pick? I supported the troops. I was at the bowl game and froze my butt off for the Armed Forces Bowl. You but left I early. I, oh, yeah. Like in the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. All right. Uh, Notre Dame. I mean, come on. Let's not. Let's not kid ourselves here. Notre Dame. All right, Joe. Who's next? Who's next? This one's at 4.30. So right after, it's on CBS Sports Network. So maybe you have this channel. I don't know. I, I do. I have YouTube TV. So yes, I have this channel. Okay, yeah. Okay, then you got it. All right. This one, the uh, it's it's an even matchup. There's no favorite in this one, Matt. Um, we have... And it's a Conference USA this battle. Is a, yeah, this is a conference game. Yeah. It's a conference game. All right. It's UTEP versus Jacksonville State. First year, CUSA. Or Q, yeah. Conference USA. Jacksonville, Alabama at Burgess Snowfield. So Jacksonville State, a very, very good school at the FCS level for a while. So now yes. they're up at the FBS level. Taking on the minors. Who you got, Matt? I'm going to go to UTEP. I'm going to... Be a Texas Texas homer and go with the Texas team. All right. I'm going to be contrarian and I'm going with Jacksonville State just because in a past career in life that I had, I actually worked with some people that worked there. Well, I thought you were going to say you were a minor. I was like, no. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Jacksonville State. So I'll be a little bit of contrarian. Okay. All right. 6 p.m. on ESPN. Woo, buddy. Big main ESPN. You have UMass taking on New Mexico State. And New, New Mexico, Mexico State, State is six and a half point favorite. Six and a half point favorite. And they're at home in Las mm-hmm. Cruces. Yep. I have a rule, Matt, and that's never root for Aggies. So I'm picking UMass. I, I think I'm going to. I'm going to be like you for the previous pick. I'm going to be contrarian here and go with New Mexico State. NMSU. And you probably are. They're their favorite and they're at home. So, yeah. All right. Also at 6 p.m. So competing, but this one's on FS1. So, uh, you know, choose wisely here. <laughs> uh, this is this is an interesting one because it's at one of my favorite names of any stadiums in the country. At Snapdragon Stadium in San Diego, California, we have the Ohio Bobcats taking on the San Diego State Aztecs. San Diego State at home, only a two and a half point favorite, which basically means that most people think this is a push. You get about a field goal advantage for being at home. So this this looks like it's an even game. San Diego State with home field advantage, though. So, Matt, I'm going to take SDSU. I'm going to go with Ohio. All right. I'm going to go with the Bobcats. Ohio. All right. So we have an SEC game. 
We have Hawaii. Well, it's not an SEC game. It's, well, no. it's a game SEC with an has... SEC team. And there, you could argue whether or not it truly is an SEC team. Well, well, ask Florida. Um, you know, and it's an SEC team to Baylor fans because we did beat them in a bowl game. Yes. <laughs> we can add it to our list of SEC. SEC, SEC power, we, we Vanderbilt. <laughs> welcome in Hawaii. At 6.30 p.m. on the SEC Network, Vanderbilt is a 17.5-point favorite. And I'm going to go with Vanderbilt because I think Hawaii is really bad. Yeah, Hawaii is going to be very bad. Um, so this will be the first time that we agree since the first game of the of the week. And uh, I'm going to go with Vandy as well. All right. All right. Okay, second to last game of the day for week zero. This one's at 7 p.m. on a network that absolutely nobody's going to watch. This is the one that won't be on your TV. <laughs> yeah, this will not be on your television. I don't know. Maybe you can find it somewhere. It's streaming on Twitch. I'm sure nobody. I mean, nobody why would you? Why would you want to put this on TV? It only has the reigning Heisman winner in the game. Yeah, the number six team in the country. Why, why put that on a channel people could actually yeah. <laughs> tune to on their uh, cable provider of choice? Yeah, this isn't a metaphor for everything that's gone wrong in this conference. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The first first game featuring a Pac-12 team of the year, number 6 USC hosts San Jose State at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. This game's at 7 p.m. on the Pac-12 network. Um so yeah, again, have fun finding that if you live anywhere outside of the LA greater area, I guess. USC is a 31 point favorite game, 31 point favorite in this one, Matt. You got any, you got any question marks about Caleb Williams and what Lincoln Riley are going to do to San Jose State? No, I mean, this is USC all the way. Yeah, it's an easy, easy pick. God, if they lose this game, can you imagine the jokes? What Twitter will be like if USC loses this game? Oh, my God. Well, if they do, no one will know because no one will watch it. Yeah. All right, Joe. Final game. I think this final game. Yep. Yep. Last 8 p.m. 8 p.m. CBS Sports Network. Florida International traveled to Ruston, Louisiana to take on Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech is an 11 point favorite. And they're at home. Yes. I think this is a Louisiana Tech all the way. All right. Well, we will close out on, on three straight agreements. Because I'm right. taking Louisiana Tech as well. So, Joe, this weekend we get actual football, live football games, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait. Can't wait. Even though, like, you know, I'm going to watch the first game for sure. I'm going to watch pl- plenty of these games. These games will be on my TV probably all day. I mean, we do have, like, things to do, but it'll be definitely on – and just it's fun to have college football back. It's going to be an interesting experience for me because it will be the first time that my son has a vested interest in what is on the television. Okay. So like last year he was just one and a half. So he didn't he didn't actually like it was just like oh there's lights and colors and yeah. pictures on the screen. I'll watch that. Now he has an active opinion about the content he cons- he consumes because he's two and a half. And so it's like no, I don't want to watch that. I want to watch Coco Melon. And so it'll be it'll be an interesting experience for me this year because he also requires much more like attentive care. So yes. my ability to just like sit down and be like, oh, he's napping or like I can give him a toy to play with like while I watch football. Yeah. And with the amount of time that I'm going to spend away from the house this year because we have eight home games for Baylor uh, on weekends. Yeah, I probably won't have the ability to just sit down and watch all day. Um, but we're going to get as much as we can out of it. And yeah. I can very much tell you that the late games will get watched. Yeah, I was. I was thinking most of these games will be on, but I'll probably be doing stuff around the house. Like Florida International, Louisiana Tech, that is getting watched in my house. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know USC San Jose State's not getting watched. Yeah, that, I, I don't know. I'm not going to try. <laughs> but like. Um, if Ohio know, San Diego, man. yeah, Ohio San Diego State, I'll watch the second half of that one. I don't know Hawaii. I'm kind of I'm kind of dialed into Hawaii Vanderbilt. Hawaii Vanderbilt. All right, fair enough. I'm an SEC homer, so 
Yeah, that's true. I, you are. I take my chance to watch SEC football. So, but yeah, I can I can tell you that I will be seeing the end of that Florida International Louisiana Tech game. For but sure. is it like Navy? So Navy has a new coach, and I know like Army is not running the triple option anymore. They've changed their whole offense this year, so it's be interesting to see how because part of the, these like service academies, their whole like success plan is we run this offense and we run it better than anyone else, and you just can't stop it. Right, and you're not going to face it. You, you have no reason to prepare yeah. for it much. But with rules changes, they can't run that offense anymore because what they have to do to run it is illegal now. You can't be chop blocking folks that are engaged at the end of the line. So we should see how they do. I mean, there's a reason Notre Dame's, you know, 20 and a half points favored in. And I, I love watching the, the Ireland game. So, yeah, if I can watch that, that that will probably be at least part of that game while Teddy's napping. So I'll get some yeah. of it in. Yeah, I'll be during the meet the bears, which we are going to. So we'll probably, I'll probably catch the end of that game. And then, uh, like I said, the Vanderbilt in the evening. I'm going to try to catch the UTEP game also. All right. Right, football, Joe. Matt. Real football. Football's here. And then, like you said, we have week one starts on Thursday. So it's like there's not a lot of time between week zero on Saturday games. Then you turn around. Yeah. A few yeah days. Thursday next week. Thursday next week. We've got a big 12 team playing. Yeah. Like we have like it's like still August is week one starts. August 31st. Like now this is a disadvantage for Baylor because it gives them extra time to prepare. But like Thursday, I know this Thursday is Utah, Florida. I I just looked ahead. I was like, I know this is week one and this is kind of next week games, but like it's loaded. Nebraska, Minnesota. There's a big 10 game. Like, I mean, yeah. North Carolina State UConn. You got Florida Utah. You got Nebraska Minnesota. Uh, Missouri's playing against South UC- Dakota. UCF Kent State. UCF Kent State. Wake Forest is playing. I mean, There's... so like it's it's a loaded Thursday. Yeah. Friday too. We got Central Michigan versus Michigan State. You got Kansas versus Missouri State. Stanford versus Hawaii. Wow, man, Hawaii's this, got a quick turnaround. That's why Week One is probably my favorite. College football oh, weekend, Matt, because Friday, Friday just, next week, we get Miami squared. So you're talking about Ohio and South Florida. Yeah, Miami versus Miami at 6 p.m. Oh. Friday, September 1st. Miami versus Miami on the ACC network. We get Miami squared. See, Miami is favored to win. I love it. Who do you taking, Miami? See, Miami. this is great. It's a great game. <laughs> you can't lose with that one. You can't lose. Okay, we we don't legitimately ever want to like talk about gambling on this on this podcast. Like, it's just not something that we do. But like, it would be legitimately. There's going to be people that there's at least one person in the world is going to bet on this game and lose money some, because they picked the wrong. Miami. Some degenerate who doesn't really watch football. But thinks Miami's gonna win, and they'll pick the wrong Miami to win. They're gonna pick the wrong Miami. <laughs> but week one is so good because, like we said, it starts Thursday, but you have Thursday games, Friday, Saturday, of course, Sunday, and then all the way to Monday. So you have like these four days of college football to start your season. It's just it's the great Labor Day weekend, college football starts. It's just the greatest weekend. It, yeah, it's so good. It's like the be. It's like it's like March Madness. Yeah, that's where you get that little you get that little appetizer this weekend. You get a few of those like week zero games, and then you get a few days off to kind of prepare yourself for oh, the God. onslaught. Have and you like, seen what's on Sunday of week one? I haven't. So there's one amazing oh, yeah. no. game. I know that game. Okay. There's one amazing game and there's one there's there is a full on sickos game. This oh, might yeah. be one of the sickos games of the year. So like you're talking about the Northwestern Rutgers? Northwest Northwestern Rutgers. <laughs> I mean that's at 11 a.m. on Sunday. On CBS. That is a wild time. 
but they don't have NFL content yet. So like we're gonna pop on uh, some 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 Big Ten action. But then that evening, I'm we're gonna we're getting way ahead of ourselves. But yeah, the big game is the LSU Florida State, which I'm locked in to that game. Yeah, you're gonna be locked into LSU Florida State for sure. You're gonna be a grumpy man if they lose, huh? It depends how they lose. I wasn't too grumpy. They lost last year, but it was very Matt, close. and you're you lied to the people. You said we get four straight days of football. We get five. Five. I there's, forgot. There's about a Monday, Monday night game. I forgot about Monday. Yeah, I forgot there's about Clemson that. Duke on Monday night. That's a, so you got an ACC conference game Monday night. So it's like it's loaded. Mm. All right, Joe is outside of football. Anything else that you've watched recently or are looking forward to watching uh, or reading? I mean, or... Ahsoka came out a day early, which I wasn't aware of until you told me before we started recording. So, yeah, I think um, they changed I... their whole like release schedule to where it's going to be like Tuesday nights instead of like the was it Wednesday, like at like 2 a.m. our time, like midnight on the Pacific Coast. Yeah. So, it's they changed it to where it's going to like it's like six. Pacific time. The Ted Lasso method, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So it's like they're going to release it like Tuesdays at like 8 p.m. God's time. Whatever. Just give it to me. But I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. I'm looking forward to it. They dropped two episodes uh, to kind of like start off. So it's kind of the same thing like Andor did. Like they dropped like, I want to say two or three their first first week. So yeah, I'm going to look forward to that. Uh, I went and saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This weekend, it was it's a PG thirteen, not a PG film. You know, it's geared towards a certain audience. It's preteen humor, so it was fine. It was good. It's Seth Rogen, executive producer, so it was enough to hold an adult attention. And some of the jokes were funny enough for adults. So it was a it's a good little um, movie to take your kids to. I have been mostly busy and not really watching all that much stuff. I've been playing more video games in my free time. Um, but I did on Sunday night. I went and saw, um, I went to a concert. I saw Beck in Phoenix. There you go. So that was fun. Phoenix, great band from France. Got a couple of hits. Um, you've probably heard at least 1901, the song 1901. Like if you go listen to that, I guarantee yeah, you've heard that. Um, and then everybody knows who Beck is. Of course. Yeah. He he was stellar, like legitimately awesome. And based on his music, I fully thought like I'd never seen him live before. And I, I kind of thought he was going to be uh, like I would have compared him to like what I I've seen Incubus before. And yeah. so like Incubus is very much one of those bands that they just come out and they just play. They don't talk to the crowd. They just walk out. They start playing their music. They play their set and then they walk off. And like I was like based off of kind of like Beck's style, like which kind of like very like laid back, you know, almost irreverent, you know, kind of a monotone voice. I was very much expecting him to be that style where it's like Beck just walks out. He plays Beck and then he he leaves. The dude was a blast. Like he was talking the whole time, cracking jokes, lively on stage. Like he was he was a really, really good show. Highly recommend going and seeing Beck. Awesome. So, listeners, if Beck comes to your town, you got a wreck from... Yeah, he's touring right now. Yeah. Well, all right, Joe. That's all I got for tonight. I got notes. I got lots of notes from tonight. So that way... got notes. Later on in the year... What did we say in that podcast? I don't remember. Yeah, when when Matt Rule and Nebraska win the Big Ten, we're going to be... Look pretty stupid. (laughs) Oh, does he? When's when does he finally beat a top twenty-five school? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not gonna well, pull up their schedule, so I'm not gonna look. Yeah, I'm not gonna look either. Gotta. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Matt underscore Workman. You can find me. I'm also on Blue Sky and Threads. Um, what about you, Joe? You can find me on Twitter at the underscore Joe underscore Goodman. 
You can find me on ourdailybears.com. We'll have plenty of content coming out all through football season. Um, and then you can find the podcast at the Baird in Pod on Twitter and at thebairdenpod.com. That's right. We do have our very own website, thebairdenpod.com. Also, there is a 1012 Network Patreon where we will probably have some content dropping soon. 1012 has content dropping there already. Um, so check out their Twitter account. They've been promoting it like crazy. Yeah. Um, go you can go up there. That. It's you'll get there. We're rolling out content in the network. There's some stuff up there already that I think Philip has done. Uh, like Joe said, we're going to be putting some things up there as well. And we'll let you know more about that as that becomes available. But yeah, go ahead and subscribe or to the, uh, the 1012 Patreon. Yeah. Check that out. You can find our stuff there too. Um, also go check out the stuff, um, on sportssocial.com. Yeah. Um, they've got some super cool podcasts and they are, they're partners I'm, here with us at 1012. I'm sure like we, you're, you're a big premier league fan. Um, oh yeah. I know. I'm sure they have plenty of podcasts. There's like, they have like five Tottenham podcasts and so I'm like, a Tottenham fan. Yeah. It so. was like, and it was really cool. Cause it's like podcasts from Tottenham that I already listened to. And so when, when I went to their website, when we were partnering up with them, I was like, Oh my God, I already listened to these guys. So, um, yeah, so it's really, really cool stuff on there. But yeah, you can find the Bear Den. Go to thebeardenpod.com and uh, find us there. But yeah, Matt, until next time, we will have results of real football. Absolutely. Sick of bears. Sick of bears. Network.